the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. It is so important that we learn the word, that we know the word, that we stand on the word. Amen? Amen. The word is the only thing that will never fail you. It is so important to get an understanding of the word of God. Get a foundation of the word of God. Come on. Because when you're standing on the rock, that means you're standing on the word. The winds will come. The storms will come. Look at your name and say, will come. It will come. But you're standing firm on the rock. You're standing firm on the word of God, right? That's why we got to know the word. We need to come to know the word for ourselves. We need a personal relationship with the word of God. Let me tell you, we are jumping in. We are diving in to the word, right? To the word. We are still continuing on seed, time, and harvest. Seed, time, and harvest. How many of y'all love the time, right? We just want harvest. But let me tell you, harvest is work, right? Have you ever seen somebody harvest something? It's labor. It is work to get a harvest. We have no understanding because we just go to the store and we see a ton of fruit. But let me tell you, there's fruit pickers, right? There's harvesters collecting the harvest, right? You just see a bunch of corn. Let me tell you, that corn started out with the seed, got planted in the ground, grew a cornfield, right? And then ended up at the grocery store where you get five for a dollar. Well, back in the day you did, right? It's seed, time, and harvest. You want to know what happens during time? Roots grow deep. Roots grow deep, right? Seed, time, and harvest. This is why we need to be planted in the Word. We got so many dreams, and I just want to be an influencer, and I just want to be a preacher, and I just want to start this, and I want to do that. What's inside of you? Because when that light is exposed on you, what's inside of you better be the word. It better be the word of God. You got to have deep roots, right? When nobody's watching, that's when your roots are growing. Your personal devotion, your by yourself time with God is your that's growing your roots, growing your roots. Get it founded on the word of God, growing your roots, growing your roots. Oh my goodness, I would not change anything during the time. The older I get, the more I realize time is my best friend. Time is my best friend. Like I always say, it's not about me up here. It's about what I do off the stage that matters, right? Integrity matters. It's about my personal devotion, my personal relationship with the word of God, with the word of God. Why? Because storms are coming. Things happen. Life happens. But the word of God will never fail. The word of God. So get planted in the word. Get planted in the word and grow deep roots. Grow deep roots in the word of God. Be founded in the word of God, right? What harvest are we currently reaping? Anybody? What, har what harvest are we currently reaping in life? What harvest are we currently reaping in our relationships, 
in our health, right? In our health, what harvest are we currently reaping, right? If you're dealing with sickness and disease, do you have the doctor's report on repeat in your life? You're reading the report, you're reading the report, or do you have the word of God on repeat in your life? You're reading the Dr. Jesus report. And Jesus said, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. I'm gonna read that report. I'm gonna confess that report. I'm gonna put the seed of that report in my life, in my heart, in my ground, growing deep roots, deeper roots, deeper roots being founded on. I am healed. I am whole. The word of God is health to my body. Come on, life to my body, right? What are we currently harvesting in our generosity? What are we currently harvesting in the kingdom, in spiritual understanding? What are we currently harvesting? So we need to ask ourselves, what seeds are we currently sowing? What seeds are we currently sowing to reap our desired harvest? This is the incredible thing about the word of God. You can start planting today. All right, you start planting today what you want to harvest tomorrow. Start planting today what you want to harvest in the future. Get the word of God planted in your heart, right? The principle is clear. It's seed, time, and harvest. You cannot magic, you know, put a magic wand on it and have that tree grow faster. And all the teenagers wish they could. Right? You wish you could just, oh, I want to be grown. I want to be 21. I want to be 18. I want to be, I want to be, just be. <laughs> just be and enjoy this moment because you will never get it back. Enjoy this season. And let me tell you, the younger you are, get the word of God on repeat. You're going to be reaping a harvest at a way younger age than the generation before you. You're going to be reaping a harvest, right? The principle is clear. It's seed time and harvest. Whatever you sow, you may reap. Whatever your spouse sows, you will reap. Whatever the pastor sows, you will reap. No, whatever you sow, let me tell you, you will reap, right? Paul said in Galatians 6, 7, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. <laughs> we over here thinking God's mocked. No, you mocked, <laughs> right? Don't be deceived. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. He who sows of the flesh, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we don't lose heart. How many of you know that we, how many of you grow weary while doing bad? No. You just continue and continue and continue. You're lost on TikTok. You're lost on social media. You just click in and flip it and swipe it and whatever. Gone, gone, gone. But you open the scripture, you know, you're like, Ugh. you grow weary and you two scriptures in. Get it together, right? Right? Come on. You grow weary while doing good. That's the flesh. That's the flesh. You sow to the flesh, you reap of the flesh. You sow to the spirit. And the more you get into the word, the more understanding you get, the more hunger, that fire, it's exciting. But you got to fan the flame, okay? You got to fan your flame. Don't grow weary while doing good. Don't lose heart, but take heart. Don't grow weary 
but be relentless. Be relentless. That is, you are steadfast. You are uncompromising in the word of God. Be relentless. Consistency is key, right? Then that compound effect hits. That's that transformation body. But that happened a year later, two years later. We want the transformation. Be consistent in the word. Sow the word, sow the word, sow the word in your heart. Get the word on repeat. Seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. God is clearing, clearly telling us, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Yet how easily we are deceived. Anybody? We get so deceived. We are deceived. We are shocked. We are so confused. And we are even angry, right? When we reap exactly what we've been sowing. You've been sowing gossip and you're wondering why everybody's talking trash about you. You are sowing to the flesh. You are sowing to the YouTube. You are sowing to the whatever TV show is trending. I don't even know. You're just sowing and sowing and sowing. And you're binging and you're binging and you're binging. And then when your cup is tipped, what comes out is that show. When your cup is tipped, what comes out is what you've been sowing to, right? So don't be shocked. Don't be confused. Don't be angry at God. Check what you're sowing. Check what you're sowing. No guilt, no condemnation. Just change, right? Just change. Just change, right? What seeds are we sowing for our desired harvest, our desired harvest? What are we giving most of our daily attention to, right? The enemy is after your attention, your attention. The world is after your attention. Time is your most valuable thing. Why? Because it's the only thing you'll never get back. Your time, your time, your time, your time, your time. Consuming you, right? The average American spends 2.5 hours a day watching TV. I was like, that's it? But this is the other kicker. The average American spends average, okay? This is not teens. Teens is higher than this. This is not just, you know, just those young people. No, average American, you old people too, 6.9 hours a day on their phone or tablet. So two hours of TV, 6.9 hours. That's like seven hours, okay? 6.9 hours on your phone or tablet. The average Christian, you want to know? The average Christian reads 2.5 scriptures a week if they happen to make it to service that week. That's a lie. I just made that up. <laughs> but like, if you happen to make it to service, it says like the Christians may spend uh, once a month, read a scripture, open their Bible. And we're wondering why we're reaping the harvest we're reaping. What are you sowing to? Seed, time, and harvest. God is not mocked. For whatever man sows, that he will also reap. Sow today your desired harvest. Don't wait until it's too late to make a change. Right? Who's ready for change? Who's ready for change? Come on. It, it takes time for the word of God to spring up and start working in our life. So change comes by sowing the word of God in our heart. Sowing the word of God in our heart. Hearing, accepting, and doing. Seed, time, and harvest, right? You can't wait until the night before you need a harvest to plant a seed. You know what I mean? You can't wait the night before your rent is due to try to come up with the money you don't spend it. 
And here we are living our life paycheck to paycheck. We're living our life one service to the next service. Lord, can I make it to the next service? You have the word of God available to you. Get in it. Get in the word. Get in the word. Get seed in the ground. You know what God says? He gives seed to the sower. Come on, seed to the sower. That is who we are. You know, we're, we're demanding so much of people. How come you don't care about me? You don't think about me? You're not pouring in my life? Pour into yourself. When's the last time you poured into somebody else? You're so empty, you got nothing to give but bitterness and resentment and why, why, why? No, get in the word. Get in the word. Get, get an understanding of who you are in Christ Jesus. Stop being so self-absorbed and start getting an understanding of who you are in Christ. In that moment, you could just keep pouring and pouring and pouring into others, right? Yes, seed, time, and harvest. Seed needs time to grow. It needs time to grow. Don't grow weary, come on. Don't dig up that seed. Stay focused on Jesus, on his word, on his promises. Sow the word of God in your heart every single day. Not just Sunday, not just Wednesdays, every single day. Sow the word of God into your heart. Get the word of God on repeat in your life every day, right? Every single day. Get the word of God on repeat. You're here, you write the scriptures down, you take home the scriptures, you repeat them, you memorize them, you get them in your heart, you get an understanding of them. Ask God to give you an understanding of this scripture. What does this mean in my life? Get an understanding of it, right? Sow the word of God in your heart and don't, don't watch your mouth, you know. Watch what you're saying. Speak life. Speak life. Speak your I am's. Speak the word. Speak truth, right? And give it time to germinate. Give it time to grow. Give it time to bud, to sprout, to bear fruit, right? To bear fruit, for others, to bear fruit for yourself. We're here to make an impact. We're here to be salt and light. That's to make an impact on this world, right? This seed draws from the ground to produce fruit. It's drawing from your heart. Our hearts are the ground. Our hearts are the soil, the soil for the seed. This is why it's so important to guard your heart. Guard your heart above all else, guard your heart. Proverbs 4.20, my son, pay attention to my words and be willing to learn. Open your ears to my sayings. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them at the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful, lying, misleading mouth and put devious lips far from you. Let your eyes look directly ahead toward the path of moral courage and let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you toward the path of integrity. 
Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet and all your ways will be steadfast and secure. Do not turn away to the right nor to the left where evil may be lurking. Turn your feet from the path of evil. We've got to keep the word of God at the center of our heart. We need to guard our heart. We need to protect our heart. What's coming in, protect our eyes, right? Do not let the word escape from your sight. You, you, we need to be focused on the word. We need to be focused on what God's word says about our relationships, about our health, about our generosity, about our purpose, right? We, this is why encounter is so important. We get to encounter, we learn what Jesus accomplished at the cross. We learn that we are in Christ Jesus and he accomplished those things for us. We get to walk in an understanding of what he did on the cross. It's not death, but it's a victory. And then after that, we have core classes. We've got Love Life University and this is the explaining Okay, explaining. Sometime in service, we're proclaiming what's going on, what's going on. But how many know we need some explaining of what it means, line upon line, precept upon precept, right? we got to build a strong foundation of the word of God. So this is why we have all these things, not to just have things going on. No, we have a purpose. We have a purpose to build and equip the saints for the work of the ministry, all right? We're supposed to build you to help work this ministry, to be a part of the ministry, to not just consume, but to contribute, to give, to be a giver, right? Guard your heart. Take inventory of the condition of your heart. The seed planted, it draws from the heart to produce a fruit. It wants to produce, the word wants to produce. It needs your heart. It needs your heart, right? Needs to get in your heart. That's the first part. Just got to get in there, right? The word of God is an incorruptible seed. If we aren't experiencing victory in life, let me tell you, the word, the word has not failed. Do not blame God. Don't blame the word. It's the fact that we have let something other than the word of God be planted in our heart. God's word says that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. So I will not allow any other seed to be planted in my heart. I will not allow any other seed to take root in this heart. No, I believe the word of God, rooted, grounded, planted in the word of God. So it doesn't matter what's going on in my body. It doesn't matter what's going on in the doctor's report. I'm going to be producing health. I'm going to be producing healing, right? Planting the seeds, planting the seeds. That's how miracles, signs, and wonders following the preaching of the word. We Believers should believe, okay? We are believers. We should believe the word. So we need to hear the word, accept it, not offended by it. We receive it, put it into application, receive a total transformation. Above all else, guard your heart. Our potential is determined by the condition of our heart. By the condition of our heart. Let's, how many are ready to fulfill your potential? To fulfill your purpose? To fulfill God's plan? Yeah, God's plan. Heaven on earth. Let's go. Come on. The word has the same potential in every believer. In every believer, the word has the same potential. We have to decide what type of ground 
we're gonna allow our heart to be. What type of ground we're gonna allow our heart to be. When we walk in these doors, I have to make a decision. I am good ground. I prepare my heart, let go of the attitude, let go of the past, let go of whatever's going on, the stress of the world, pressures, this bill, that, right? It's life. Life is life. Let me tell you, everybody's going through something. But who are you going to focus on? Who are you going to magnify? The word or the problem? Because whatever you start to magnify, you make big. And I want to magnify the Lord. Give him all the glory. Magnify his word, right? We got to decide the type of ground we allow our heart to be. There are four types of ground. The wayside, stony ground, that thorny ground. How many of y'all step on some of those weeds and they got thorns? You're like, ah, can't stand those ones. I don't want no thorny ground. And the good ground. It's the one in four. I'm a one in four. I'm good ground, right? Good ground. When we hear the word, our hearts are one of these four grounds. One of these four grounds. The ground does not have any magic power. Yeah, well, my ground is special. Woo! That's how people think. Yeah, she got some special ground. No, we all have the same potential, right? The word is going out. The ground doesn't have any magic power. It just provides a habitat for the seed to grow, right? The seed has all of the power. The word has the power to change your life when it's planted in your heart. When it's planted in your heart. How many are ready for a life-changing experience, right? Get the word planted in your heart. Get the word on repeat, right? Only one out of four grounds will flourish. Man, Y'all better be proclaiming, you're the one, or no, you're the four. We don't want to be one. We want to be four, right? And this is what we see in church. This is kind of sad. I think it's sad. We see about 25% of the people in church serve and give. Are you? Is that you? (laughs) We are the church, guys. We are the church. Men get quiet, right? That's crazy, right? That's only one in four. We have to decide for ourselves to be doers of the word, not hearers only, right? We're going to be contributors. We're going to be generous with our time, with our talents, with our treasures. We're trusting God's kingdom, right? Putting him first. We're going to be the one in four ground. That's us, right? We got to decide for ourselves. I'm going to be a hearer and a doer. A hear, accept, and do. Hear, accept, and do. Jesus said in Mark 4:20, "But these are those, but these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold." Come on, how many ready for the 30, 60, and 100-fold? Get seed in the ground. Get seed in the ground, right? It is so important for us to get an understanding of the word. Every time you hear the word, you need an understanding of the word. Ask God to give you an understanding. God, give me an understanding. Give me an understanding. In all my getting, I need to get understanding. I need to get understanding. Get understanding of the word. Get understanding of the kingdom of God. Get understanding of his laws and his principles, right? Because he has laws and principles with, with 
in how he operates. And we need an understanding of those principles. Oh, I just felt like, I felt like Dr. Strange going into another dimension. Hey, I want to operate in another dimension, right? I'm in this world, but not of this world. I'm of a different kingdom. It's so important for us to get an understanding of the word. Every time you hear, God, give me an understanding of the word. Give me an understanding. Jesus said in Matthew 13, 19, when anyone hears the words of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes, snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. You didn't have any understanding, just enemy comes, snatches it away, doesn't even have time to get in the ground. Doesn't even have time to get planted because you don't understand it, right? This is the only ground that the enemy has complete access to steal. This is shocking to me. Complete access to steal because there's no understanding. There's no understanding of what was said, right? We have to come to a personal level of understanding in our relationship with the word. You need a personal relationship with the word of God. You need a personal relationship. You need to ask God to give you a personal understanding, right? That's what children's church is all about. They need a personal understanding at their level, right? We don't go in there, talk to them about marriage. This is going to help your marriage. No, you know what we go in there and talk to them about? This is going to help you obey mommy and daddy, okay? This is going to help you obey the word, right? We're teaching them principles, right? So you need an understanding at your level. You need a personal relationship with Jesus, a personal relationship with the word of God. How can you know somebody you don't spend no time with? For real. How are you supposed to know someone you spend no time with? Yeah, you know all the gossip. You know who's on vacation, where they at, their family picture. Ooh, how do they got the money to do that? That ain't none of your business. That ain't none of your business. Ooh, look, she just overusing that filter. She don't even look like that in real life. Either do you. That ain't none of your business. Ooh, she look different. That ain't none of your business. Oh, he always gives her flowers. That ain't none of your business. But you all caught up on the tea. You're all caught up on the feed. We're all caught up. Get caught up on the word. What does God's word say about you? You won't be so needy for them flowers. What does God's word say about you? Get in the word. Get in the word. Spend time with the word. Spend time with God, right? As you read the word, ask God to open the eyes of my understanding. Open the eyes and help me see what your word is teaching me for my family, for my relationships, for my purpose, for my health, for my finances. What's your word saying to me, right? The Bible's got to become real to you. And faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. Knowledge of the word of God gives you an understanding, gives you an understanding. If you don't understand the word of God, there's no chance of the word of God ever working in your life. And the Christians say, what? What? If you don't understand, how would you expect it to work? You need an understanding. This is so vital for our walk to get an understanding of the love of God. 
to get a foundation that God loves you and he loved you first, to get an understanding that you can see from, genera- from Genesis to Revelation, the love of God, the love of God. God had a plan. God had a plan. God had a plan. You got to see Jesus, see God. We've got lies about God. We've got foundations. We've got things built up that is not in the word. So we need to learn the word. What does God's word say, right? You can't just put this Bible next to your bed and believe for it to protect you. You know, I've been through some crazy things. And I've been through some moments when I'm like, this is heavy. And in those moments, I felt like, If Jesus was right here, I wouldn't be afraid. And I was reading the scripture, and Jesus showed me so clearly. He's like, I was with the disciples, and they were afraid. He's like, I'm in you. I've given you my word. Stand on the word. Do you know that Jesus... He was doing all of these parables when he, was in, when he got in the boat that same day. It says that same day he got in the boat and he gave them a word. He said, word, word, word. He kept saying, the sower sows the word. He gave them all of these parables. And then he said, he gave them a little pop quiz. Guys, let's go to the other side. And you know what they did? They failed the quiz. <laughs> Imagine Jesus you know, he, if the boat is flooding, he's on a pillow. You know he feels the water. He's filling up his ear. Come on, guys, you got this. You got this. You got this. You got this. Jesus, don't you care? We're going to die. Imagine you're in the hospital. You're about to go under. Man, if Jesus was only here, if Jesus was only here, he's here. He's right here. He sent his word. He said, you're getting through to the other side. He said, you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Come on. Let me tell you, uh, uh, right before I was in 2020, I was going into a major surgery, right? And 2020 was a lockdown, okay? Things were starting to get real weird at the hospital. So um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the kind of girl that's like, I don't need nobody. I got Jesus, me and Jesus. And then I hate being vulnerable. I hate it with passion. So uh, you're going under. You're about to be real vulnerable, right? So I'm like, good, I'm glad nobody can go because I don't want nobody to see me and this is that. You know, like, I'll be fine. Then when it came time, I was like, Jesus, I don't want to be alone. (laughs) Uh, This girl don't want to be by herself, okay? And... um, Like, I have a personal relationship with Jesus, a personal relationship, always in communication. And I just felt Jesus say, I'll hold your hand. I'll wake you up. Because at that time, somebody couldn't be there when you wake up, right? So you wake up by yourself. You're like, whoa, that's not going to be too fun. Well, anyways, but at first I was like, I only want to wake up by myself because I don't want nobody to see me like that. But I, I just, it was just like this, I was like, okay. You're going to wake me up. You're going to take me by the hand. I'm going to be all right. And then a few days later pass, and the scripture comes to me as soon as I wake up when it says, Jesus took her by the hand and woke up. It says, little girl, get up. Remember that scripture when Jesus went to heal the little girl? And he says, he takes her by the hand. He says, little girl, get up. And, you know, for me, I'm like, I'm his little girl, of course, right? So then I was like, Jesus, I believed you. 
but he backed it up with the word. Okay, and then like two Sundays later, Pastor Dean has a, a, a background and it's like a little girl holding a dad's hand. And I was like, man, your word keeps confirming and confirming. And I don't need just spiritual little goosebumps. And I heard a word. It's confirmed by the word. Confirmed by the word. And all those little confirmations is just God speaking to you. God wants to speak to you. And you know what? He is speaking to you all the time. You just need to incline your ear to his word. To his word. Right? To his word. You got to keep the word on repeat in your life. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word. You can't just put the Bible next to your bed and believe everything's going to be all right. No, you need to put the Bible in your heart, right? You can't just carry the Bible around and just believe things are going to change. You know, if I just carry it with me, if I just put my, uh, you guys want to know what? So I'm always talking trash about the screen time and screen time and screen time. Your girl checked her screen time today. Yeah, me. I did. Number one was text messaging. Two was Google searching. And number three was the Bible. It's like an hour and 30 minutes a day. I'm like, yeah, baby. Your girl is not just preaching about it. She's walking it out. Walking it out. And that's why you can experience those things because you got the word, you got the word, you got the word, right? I don't just got the word next to me. I don't just got the word on my app. I got the word in my heart. I got the word in my heart, right? You, can, you need to get an understanding of the word. Just like in school, when you apply what you're learning, you receive an understanding, right? If you miss something, you didn't learn how to read and you go to the next stage, you didn't learn how to add, you go to the next stage, you're missing what? Understanding. So what's going to happen? Fail, 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 right? And they're just going to keep passing you around in public school. If you talk, if facts, if you talk in class, anybody, anybody been chatty, 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 chatty? Right? You learn nothing but the tea and the gossip. If you sleep in class, what happens? Again, you learn nothing. If you never even make it to class, some of us, not me. You learn nothing. You learn nothing. You have to show up to grow up, right? You have to show up to grow up. And the students who did, what happened? They excelled. They're making the money now. <laughs> They're making the big bucks. They didn't have time for you. They didn't want you on their project. Oh, no. Not you. <laughs> you wanted Chantel on your team. Chantel, she was so driven to get out of the ghetto. That girl paid attention in school. It's my way out. I got I to carry the whole family out of here. And that girl, man, whoo, she's awesome. She's just a driven, like, she came out of the womb like, let's go. Right? And what happened? She excelled in school. Do you know that Chantel flew planes for a while? She went to aviation school, too. Yeah. That's my sister. Let me tell you, they don't let you up in a plane when you've been failing a lot of tests. <laughs> no, no, no. No. She was, she was up in a plane even in 9-11. Um, then everybody got grounded. They had to come down. It was just a pretty wild time. Back in the day, right? Time is flying. Not saying how old she is, but she's my older sister. 
<laughs> anyway, seed time and harvest, right? A great student who excelled. And you know what? Many Christians, they miss out on God's best because they don't understand the word. They don't understand the word. They don't understand the kingdom of God. They don't understand the parable of the sower. They live an ignorant life, a frustrated life, and a non-productive life. And we're supposed to be living heaven on earth. Paul said in Ephesians 4.17, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles. We shouldn't be walking just like the rest of the world. In the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. God does not want us to be ignorant, so he's given us the word. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of his word. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of his promises. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of the enemy. He doesn't want us to be ignorant of his kingdom and his way of doing things. He gave us the word. Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Can you imagine in all of our getting, okay? What's the world getting? Money, fame. What's the world getting? Education, this, that, status, this, whatever. Getting, getting, getting. Imagine if all of our getting, we got an understanding of the word. In all of your getting, I want to encourage you, get an understanding. Get an understanding of the word of God. Get an understanding of the sower sows the word. Get an understanding of the principle, right? The principle of it. Jesus said in Luke 4, 13, do you mean to say that you didn't understand my parable of the sower? That was the key parable. If you don't see what I was trying to teach you there, how will you be able to understand any of these things? Jesus is breaking it down for us. Sower sows the word. Seed, time, and harvest. Understanding the parable of the sower is key to understanding the kingdom of God. How the kingdom of God works. God's way of doing things, right? The kingdom of God works off the word of God. That's how it works, right? There is a law to seed, time, and harvest. You will reap whatever you have sown. It's automatic. It's automatic. Get the word in your heart. Get the word on repeat. Sow the word in your heart, and at just the right time, you're going to reap a harvest beyond your wildest dreams if you don't lose heart. If you stay relentless. If you stay uncompromised with your eyes focused on Jesus, on the word, on his promises, and that they are yes and amen. The sower sows the word. Sow the word in your heart on repeat. And if you don't like what you're harvesting, start planting new seeds. Just like that. Do not get impatient. Don't grow weary. In due season, at just the right time, right in that moment of need, you're going to reap a harvest. You're going to reap a harvest. You're going to be strengthened. You're going to be energized by the word of God. The word of God is the only thing that will never fail you. Get in it. Get in it. I encourage you guys, get in the word. 
Get in the Word. That's, what we, that's why we have our YouTube. That's why we have our podcast. So you can hear the Word, hear the Word, and hear the Word for free, right? You don't have to, we don't have to charge you $2 for the cassette when you can get it for free. All right. Did you guys receive something tonight? Love you guys. Amen. Amen. Believing for a harvest on this seed sown in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. Have a great night. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.